Hello and welcome to the greatest movie ever. It is Oscar season. We are finally here after a, a great year of movies, shall we say. Uh, I can see people shaking their heads in the background there. But um, it is the Oscars. We are doing an episode each week all about the Oscars. The first episode, we start at the best. It is the greatest be best picture movie ever how it works as always we're going to take it in turns going over our top 10 list depending on where a film ranks on that list it will get a point first place gets 10 points second place gets nine points third place gets eight points and so on the highest scoring movie at the end will be declared the greatest bets picture movie ever so i am joined with aaron jared and mercedes and we are discussing our greatest best picture movies ever that is any movie since the inception of the oscars that has won the best picture award how did you find making this list guys uh, not as bad as i thought it was going to be well, I think you've watched. I don't know, actually. I'm going to say it's quite a good, going to be a good contest between Jared and Mercedes, so which ones probably watched the most. Because, like Jared was saying before, he just basically anything that won, he was watching it. Didn't even care if he liked it or not. It was like, I've just got to watch it. How many have you seen, Jared? Uh, like two. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like when you when you get back to like sixties, I kind of like fade away. <laughs> but probably say from about seventies onward, I would say I probably watched all but about seven. Jeez. No, but I don't know, like thirty nine. I don't know. Just like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch Spotlight. Why not? Spotlight's a great it. film. Thank That's you. Great. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know anything about Spotlight. It won Best Picture, so I watched it. Ah, uh, Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that I just do now anyway, like Mercedes and myself do. It's like, we'll try and watch all of them before the awards. So, obviously, we'll watch the awards and then we can actually make up our own mind of, obviously, which ones we want to win. Whereas back in the day, like said, when, before Spotlight, yeah, um, it was like, or oh, whatever wins, oh, I assume we're just going to watch it because it won Best Picture. Whereas I, I, since... I'm not going to watch any this year. I kind of feel like it's a sham award. It's a sham award. Yeah. Because we've barely had anything. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that, mm -hmm. but I think um, there are like, some good films that are out this year. But... I think I can already tell you which one's going to win. What, Nomad? Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I think it would deserve to win. Well, I think, like... Is it good, or is it the best that there is? I really enjoyed it. It was okay. But I also really enjoyed... But we're going to talk about this and um, when we actually do it properly yeah when we do our actual oscars pre-show but um yeah. with the um it's, it's weird because like one of my favorite films uh, that's nominated for best picture promising woman um when when we were talking about it ages ago when it came out i'm pretty sure when i was speaking to you aaron we were saying it's not going to get nominated for best picture yeah it's but weird, because like... because of the la lack of film is that why it's got nominated I, I I think like the Oscars, it, it it's its own worst enemy sometimes. And I think people complain about things like the Leo's, the Leonardo DiCaprio is the biggest example. Like people complain yeah. about that for ages, and then he got the award, uh, and it's happened like over a few things. And um, 
I, I still never know like what is actually an Oscar film because it's it's like that. That's the perfect example of promising young woman. I might to me it's it's not an Oscar film at all. Like um I mean I know Jamie likes it, but when uh, when I found out who the director was and it's like the showrunner of Killing Eve, it like it made sense. It it didn't look like a film that it was like a, this. It definitely wouldn't like be an award. I was surprised it was nominated. Yeah, but then like your films like Tenant doesn't get doesn't get a shout out anywhere, and I think that is like a That's really surprising. smart film. Yeah, where... they, they definitely are their own worst enemy. Mm. Because you see it all the time, don't you? Like you look at Leo when he won his uh, best actor. Yeah, for the role he shouldn't have won it for. Wall Street, but. He didn't deserve it because Matthew McConaughey was better that year. It's just the look of the draw in my eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Best exactly. actor, it wouldn't have mattered to me because it just, if you're not the best that year, you don't deserve to win. But then yeah. a pity prize the year after. Or two years I also later. I also don't like how the other rewards like go along with it because I, I hate it when like you see like the Globes and stuff and then like it's, you, you can pretty much tell like who's going to win the Oscars. Yeah. yeah, I think that also like I don't know if like the this is how the voting works, but I feel like that would like sway um, them to pick the same choice because they don't want to be like too diverse with it. Um, well, yeah, like I'm sure Kieran always mentions that thing about um, Twelve Years a Slave, where I think it was only thirty percent of people actually watched the film. Like you don't have to watch the film. To vote for it to be best picture, like yeah, that's mental. Make any sense. Yeah, so basically, there's this thing where they have like a whole whole percentage of people that they send the pitch best pictures to, and Twelve Years a Slave, people were just voting for it because they were like, oh yeah, because oh yeah, it's a film about slavery. Yeah, yeah, let's give it. It all won the globe. Yeah, there you I go. Mean, <laughs> if you've not seen the film, how can you say it? That's like you should be allowed to vote if you've not seen it. That's just basically it? like when you're looking at the um That's the door, for example, and like well, he plays for Barcelona, give it to Messi. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Um I mean any any judging thing like across anything. I mean it's hard to like judge art as like what's best and what's worst. I know we do it like every week. <laughs> but um <laughs> That's but that's the good thing about having varying opinions. That's yeah, that's why we have Kieran. They're not going to get anything out of like, um, like I'm sure Bill Murray's buzzing every time he watches this every week, and I'm mentioning him. I'm sure, <laughs> he's, gonna, I'm sure he's relishing tonight, even though I don't think I'm going to mention him. But um, yeah, well, with yeah, the, the, the difference movie, is, it holds, yeah, it holds massive stature, like because it's like every time you watch something, it's like always like Academy Award winner or Academy Award nominated. So it's obviously a huge thing, and they're just like. I th I think it's just a fiddle. Absolutely. How many times oh. when you were going through this list today did you go, yeah, oh, I really love that film? Like, not very many, I bet. Mm. <laughs> it's some, a lot some of my years are really good. On, on my top 10, because I just didn't feel they had that, like, I, do you know what I mean? Like, that Oscar. Mm. Like, they weren't Oscar worthy. Like, yeah. Let me think of a film right now. Um, there, were, there were some better films that were nominated that were better than the best pictures. <laughs> you see, that's yeah, that's oh, yeah. Yeah. Love that film. It's nowhere near as good as some of the films on this list, but I still love it. What film? Slumdog Millionaire. 
but it is a good film. It's just you can't. I've put... done my list based on what I like the most and what I've yeah. watched the most. So I've not done it based on what's the most Oscar worthy. I, don't, I, I think... don't see how you can give Slumdog in the same like I know Gandhi's not on my list, but like Gandhi and Slumdog, they're just two totally different like levels in my eyes. It's like you know what I mean. Slumdog's a good film, but best picture like. I think what I do with films, bad years. I think what I do with films is I think about the actors more than the actual film itself because there's um, I think there's Oscar performances in like awful films like Phantom Thread, like Daniel Day Lewis in that. I always speak about that film. It's such a boring film. Like he's brilliant, but that film, his performance in it, it's worth watching just for him. Like anything Daniel Day Lewis is in, it's worth watching just for him. Um, and I think that's what gives it that edge for me with Oscar films. Like actual, I think more about the performances than the film itself. Yeah, that's the best actor. Yeah, I think um, I look more look forward more to the best actor award and the best actress award than I do yeah. the best picture award. Unless it's posthumous. Yeah, that's not even <laughs> on that one. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the most annoying thing of all. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the nominees will be. Uh, Probably not like a better list, but like um, more fairer list because no matter even if it was the best film that year, out of all the nine they'd selected or five as it was, it's if it hasn't got the momentum or it hasn't got like an agenda, they don't really push it. Like I think, mm. like for me, Moonlight is a good film. I didn't think it was the best film, but mm. because they'd had this like whole. Oh, you you're not getting enough black creators in the Yeah, it's it's the whole thing as well. Like La La Land came out in what September, August, July, probably. It came out on the summer, and then Moonlight comes out in January and gets the big Oscar push going up into the Oscars, doesn't it? Exactly. Like I feel like La La Land was better than Moonlight. Of course it was. But Moonlight was the one that was probably the most like you get we probably talk about Oscar bait films a lot. But they're, they're just so true. Like, there's so many films that are just going for an Oscar, and that's all they care about. Another film that I feel like that was guaranteed uh, was, uh, which I'm sure I'll speak about next week, <laughs> uh, Lord of Rings. Um, I feel like the first Lord of Rings is the best one. Is amazing. Yeah, and it is, probably deserves to win that year. I was looking at that year, and it <laughs> it is an epic film. But they feel bad because they didn't give it it, so they gave exactly. it exactly. And every one of them got nominated, and they gave it to the third one when like Lost in Translation came out that year, and like all of, and it wasn't just Lost in Translation as well. There was other great films that year, and I feel like oh, you just knew that like you would have known that that was gonna uh, gonna Wait, get the award. What was it? it? Was a Beautiful Mind that won that year the, against no, the first one? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I feel like in two thousand one, yeah. I mean, Beautiful Mind, I don't, I don't like at all. Um, I think it's... You know, they actually didn't drown the baby. It was uh, all CGI. What? <laughs> no, because he puts the baby in the back. They, had to, like, they didn't want to actually do it with a real child. Well, hopefully not. I, <laughs> really, CGI. I was just saying to Jamie, I, uh, that in the um, imitation game is like the same film in my head. <laughs> like, I can't think of like what's different. But um, yeah, so we are going to move on to the greatest best picture movie ever. As always, double A begins it all. Uh-huh. Number 10. 
Yeah, not too many honourable mentions on this one. Um, I've only got a couple. Um, the Godfathers. And, oh! oh. Um, <laughs> Argo, it's a death Argo, uh, which I thought, thought should have probably made the list. Um, but anyway, starting number 10 is a film... Called No Country for Old Men. I don't oh. know why I paused that long. Though. I was going to say, like, <laughs> is he frozen? <laughs> is it because he's an old man? <laughs> no, no. Uh, checking no, the envelope. Uh, so I watched this um, last year, and it was hyped up for ages. I think I owned it for a while. I think I bought it a while ago, but then I couldn't. I didn't make time to watch it. And I know a lot of people love this film, uh, especially um, Javier Bardem's performance in it, which is good. It was a bit of a letdown for me, though, with the hype around it. I think um, it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be because it, it's just it sa- sounded like a film that was like made for me. I love these kind of films with a psychopath. Uh, but um, as in whole, though, I'd still proper rate it. I do rate it, but not as good as some of the other films on this list. I don't know what to feel with this film because as a child, I watched it like. 12, 13, absolutely loved it. Thought it was a great mm. film. Now I look back at it, it's probably got one of the worst third acts of a film I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it definitely genuinely has. is like a top tier best film. Mm. And then it doesn't land the finishing. No. Like, well, is that a good film? No, I think what this film is, right? I was thinking about it because you know, then like Facebook pages and YouTube pages that always, you know, that shows the script whilst. I uh, love those, yeah. Yeah. It's a proper scene movie. This, like, this oh, yeah, good it, scenes it absolutely is amazing. Uh, there's there's about three or four, like, especially like obviously like the one with the coin in it. But there's about three or four scenes in this movie that's amazing. But yeah, like you say, that like, I was so disappointed with the end. Like, that's what really like blew me off. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I love the um, oh, the motel scene. That is yeah, oh, yeah, was yeah. the famous one where he's like flip the coin but the, the, so good yeah i haven't seen it but yeah anyway uh, i think i think yeah there's, there's I so many it's it's coins in it yeah well i love hail caesar but no but um i think with this there's so many there's so many different films that i do want to watch as well on my list that i wanted to watch beforehand but unfortunately i didn't get the time like unforgiven which i'm sure someone will mention later on but um so i still haven't watched godfather part two yet but um my honorable mention is godfather <laughs> um titanic oh my goodness what is going on here kieran come back and say <laughs> well i mean the good thing lie, is but godfather not... like changed movies for me <laughs> 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 uh, just to clarify, listeners, Kieran wasn't there. That was just Aaron. <laughs> it was a very good impression, though. Uh, oh, it's not a good impression. I thought it was a movie scene. What? It's Kieran. <laughs> um, Titanic got an honourable mention just because of Billy Zane. And yeah, Green Book. Oh, yeah. I put the diamond on the coat. <laughs> I put the coat on her. Uh, and Green Book is my other honourable mention. Uh, but my first one, just to like kind of morph it into last week, is the the underdog of them all. It is Rocky. 
the film that nobody expected to win and Sylvester Stallone wrote and directed, starred, whatever he did in it. And yeah, Rocky was my number 10. We spoke about it uh, in the sports movie, but much like the movie itself, it was an underdog going into the Oscars and somehow it came out victorious and won. Um, (laughs) In 76, it beat... I've got it on my... uh... (laughs) <laughs> all the presidents men and taxi driver how yeah. did it be <laughs> you there you go two quintessential oscar films and this is why aaron's got it for next time when he's talking about <laughs> bigger snubs <laughs> but yeah rocky for me at number 10 jared okay so best pictures uh i've gone for in my head i've gone for a list that is very who deserved it who who is like the dominant films so i'm gonna i've got a massive honorable mention list because i love these films but they're just not not got that standard in my eyes so slumdog millionaire king's speech spotlight science He just decided to just disappear out of nowhere. I so he got too excited then. It's like, what, you're not putting the spotlight? I'll just kick him out. <laughs> no, like, I love these films. Like, I wouldn't have mentioned him, but I didn't love them. But there's just something about the Oscars. Like, I feel like I'm that person who snubs films because I'm like, yeah, but this one, like, is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, number 10, I've gone for On the Waterfront. Could have been it's a good one. <laughs> I, th- I think th- this was one of the films when we did like um we were going through the years list decades and, uh, yeah yeah the decades and it was one yeah. of the, uh, a lot of people voted as quite high up and i'd never seen it before and i always heard it was good but i was i think i always get surprised when I know it sounds a bit snobbish, but when a film from like anything pre seventies grips me, because the kind of like the pacing's normally off, and there's like the dialogue is kind of a bit annoying sometimes. But this film really gripped me. I don't know what it was, but I think Marlon Brando is just like he's one of them, isn't he? He's just yeah. he he can hold a film, and it's weird because one of them, Uncle has. <laughs> well, that's that was the thing about Brando, wasn't it? Um... Actors all designed themselves on uh, James Stewart for like years and years and years. Uh, the clean cut, like English, and um, what's his name? What's his name as well? Like Cary Grant, and then Brando came around and was like the first like method actor really, and uh, changed the landscape of you he can look like really Brando. Me. I don't know if he. I feel like Jack Nicholson in some way probably looked at Brando and thought I can be that mm. difference. He could be that contender. I could be that Probably the most fa- <laughs> on about Oscars. Probably the most famous uh, acceptance speech ever as well. Um, when he won, also- did he go all political or something about women's rights? Yeah, no, he, no, he didn't turn up, uh, and he sent uh, some woman to try. Yeah, and uh, he was saying about like how uh, black people aren't in films, which was good. But Marlon Brando was like mo- one of the most. Cons- uh, controversial people ever to live. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, 
Okay. Mercedes finishing off number 10. Cool. I've got quite a few other mentions. Um, I've seen 39 on the list. I hate doing stuff when I've not seen everything, but um, so honorably mentioning, um, starting from the beginning, um, it was originally on my list. It happened one night. I've taken it off the list. Um, the original rom-com. It's brilliant. Clark Gable. I really enjoyed it. Gone with the Wind. Classic. Um, Lawrence of Arabia. Um, Oliver. Got to watch it every year, haven't you? But um, there's things I prefer, so I've taken it off my list. Um, well, some I honorably mentioning Rain Man, Dance with Wolves. Um, honorably mentioning Shape of Water. I really enjoyed. I know some people didn't, um, but she I thought did. it was actually really good. And I thought Michael Shannon was amazing in it, actually. Um, also, Argo. Um, as much as I love Ben. Um, and I, re- I know I really enjoyed the film. I can't remember a lot of it, so I'd need to rewatch it to be able to stick on the list. So they are the honourable mentions. Interesting plot. Uh, Pardon? Uh, it's where the the stuck, Canadian. Yeah, the stuck in is Israel, Israel or something like that, and the film crew. Like, like, At no, the embassy, yeah. stuck in the embassy. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Um. So I've put a number ten. Um. Green Book. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it did exactly what it was supposed to with me. It shocked me. Um, I didn't even, you know, I never knew there was this green book and that they weren't allowed to stay. Well, obviously, we, we all knew that, you know, things were quite bad back then, but it was just horrendous, some of the things, especially when they were in that really posh hotel and the way it was treated there. Yeah, it was just, it blew me away. And I love the way it ended with um, Viggo Mortensen's character and, and um, welcoming him into the family and that and yeah i think it's important film and i think a lot of people need to see it definitely, definitely. yeah okay we are at number nine we could be done Ooh. in an hour eh? who knows number nine <laughs> number nine aaron um i'm gonna change my choice here and i'm gonna go for argo as my number nine Ooh. I originally oh. had it as um, my number nine was Return of the King, but then it, it was just getting to me. I hate Gollum so much, you know. He's and he's in that like for at least three hours. Ah, <sighs> which should I go for? I love when you take a film off your list and it was at like number nine, and you're like, "Well, I don't even get number ten anymore." Yeah, it's off the list now. <laughs> Nah. I'm glad you were caring who's polite. I want to put the road in there when we're already at number six. <laughs> keep it, keep it Lord of Rings, yeah. I'm going to keep it as Lord of Rings. That's my original oh. saga. You sold me there, Jerry. Um, yeah, it's the end of the saga. Um, not the best one. Probably my least favourite one, to be honest, maybe. Um, but we have an epic battle, though. Yeah, there is an amazing battle. Um, and... I, I just think with certain trilogies, um, especially like you look at like the Matrix at the same time, like it just failed so miserably, and it they do hold like a high bar on Lord of the Rings, and I feel like um, they're all pretty high standards, especially the first one. Still like an eight hours at minimum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, whether it's, I mean, I think like purely for the effects, like it's worth giving it a shout on this list. Because they just, they hold, I watched it recently and it, it, it looks brilliant. It absolutely looks mint. 
considering it um, was so long ago now. So what's the number nine? Um, it's Argo. That's <laughs> 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 no, uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. <laughs> Return of the King. Return of the King. Return of the King. Okay, sorry, Aaron. Uh, my number nine is hello. I'm Forrest. <laughs> Forrest Gump. Another shocker that nobody thought would win, especially considering the films that came out of the year. Arguably one of the greatest movies ever made. It beat, didn't it? In regards to Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. So, um... I asked me that earlier today at work. I was going through everything with them, and they were like, Shawshank's not on the list. I was like, no, Forrest Gump beat it. <laughs> Which, again, like, you can't... I think it's probably Tom Hanks' best role ever. Sorry, Toy Story. There's but, you know. no way is it Tom Hanks' best role ever. What's Tom Hanks' best role? You've got mail. Yes, I was Half that film, and I was just like, "You watched half of You've Got Mail?" I went, "Nah, I'm done." Yeah, like I genuinely like you spoke about it so much. I was like, "I'm going to watch it." Halfway through, I was like, "I <laughs> don't care." Yeah. Uh, Toy Story. I'd say. Eh. The book. Forrest Gump, I'm sure probably like Jared's finally getting his moment to talk about it later because Aaron keeps telling him not to talk about it. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, it's um, not that Forrest... bad. it's all right. Why yeah, I mean, it's like, it, bro. It's Jenny. It's just like his voice, like, that voice, like it's so annoying, isn't it? No, it's not. You like want that. a chocolate? Probably I could even bad. add a million and a half of these. Bring to the house. Uh, to my house in Blackpool, and like they were only seven years old when I put it on, and like they just watched the whole film and weren't bored. And for a film that is like an adult film, like that's pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't go, it wouldn't be my go to Spielberg, put it that way. Good taste, no one's go to Spielberg, that would be Jurassic Park, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Have you um have yeah, you heard you the story of uh, of Steven Steven Spielberg and Quentin Tarantino talking about um, that year of the Oscars? Uh, no, mm -hmm. I don't think so. So uh, Quentin Tarantino said they were him Spielberg and someone else were out hunting. I think that I don't know if it was George Lucas, but it was someone like real big as well. They're out hunting and that, and uh, he just he turned to Tarantino and says, "I don't think Pulp Fiction is going to win." I think Forrest Gump is going to win, but you're going to win Best Director. And he was like, second film, that's pretty good going, isn't it? Like, second film ever to win Best Director. Mm. Oh, was it, did he win Best Director or was it Best Screenplay one? Best Original Screenplay, I yeah, believe. That's what I mean, not Best Director, sorry. But like, you know what I mean? For his second film, like, as much as you crap on Quentin Tarantino, he, you know what I mean? He just got it, hasn't he? Yeah. Hang on a minute. There's no Tarantino films that have ever won, is it? Good. Never won. Not yet, no. Well, his best film was Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, the one that came the closest was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's my favourite, you know. Everyone thought going in it's going to win. And then obviously but... it had and he had a late shout in regards to... um, What was the other film? Not I Parasite. The other one. Oh, uh... Oh, there it is. Well, was it a film that was like really supposed to win everything? What Django? What? what he, he, no, he, last year. 
Was it just Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? There wasn't another film that was up against. Seventeen was like the big one, wasn't it? The Irishman. No. There was. No, nineteen seventeen was the year before. No, it wasn't. Oh, was it this year? Yeah, it was. Wasn't it? Parasite was. Yeah, it was nineteen seventeen. Was the big one, and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh well, I don't think anyone really had any hype for it. No, I mean, I, I, I won money. I put, I put the treble bet on. I, I, I I put, I put on. I put director and best picture. Yeah, but I went into it not seeing the film, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Forrest Gump by number nine. Jared. <laughs> number nine. My number nine is, I believe, Bird. Birdman. Bird. <laughs> the bird. Birdman. I've talked about it so many times. It's just such a. Brilliant... You talk about the subtitle. What's the subtitle? You need the full title. Birdman and the Venture. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Something like the unexpected oh, in the venture. Ignorance. Yeah, there you go. Hate that director too. I love, I love this director. <laughs> <laughs> he I did that in Revenant, so... didn't he? And I fucking hate Revenant. Yes, oh, oh, he's such a good film. I love how he does one long take. He just something about him. It's just like he, you just want to watch this film. Like. I know I've only I've never put it quite low on my list, but like 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 I'm saying, it's like it's so good it had to make my top ten, but it's not on the Oscar level. Like it's just a great film. I don't you know, know it is on that Oscar level. What? Whiplash and Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, Whiplash is better than all of them. Just uh, no, I would probably say Birdman's better, but I do really appreciate Whiplash. Speaking of, he's uh, filming a new film now called Limbo, and it seems foreign. Wait, none of my, just quickly, a quick side note, none of my films coming out this year. <laughs> but I've been that thing. On the draft? No, no, none of them are coming out. I don't think they are. I've, none of them have got trailers. Oh, oh French, uh, French Dispatch has. But like no, well, you, no, you've still got your HBO stuff. You've still got Dune and Matrix, which will guarantee to come yeah, out. How's uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they're guaranteed. You know, like no, they wouldn't change it. They said they weren't going to change it. HBO Max is sticking to everything. Like I said, they just released two Suicide Squad trailers. Right, you can't trust HBO, the same company that did season seven of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Mercedes, number nine. Oh, um, platoon. Because um, as I mentioned in my in the war movies one, it's, it was the first film to make me cry for people in in sympathy of people rather than animals. Wow. It's really powerful, and you know, Willem Dafoe. Great film. You know uh, William Defoe, right? I've always called him William Defoe, but it's Willem, it's isn't not it? William. <laughs> yeah. yeah, weird, isn't it? Like, I've never heard that name. His name is actually William. It's not. It's Willem. It's Willem. No, w- William James Willem Defoe. No, his <laughs> name, like his stage name, would he's... be Willem, but his yeah, real name would be Willem. His full name is Willy Willy Will 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 Willy Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> You, what does he say, Willy Wonka, James? You go on, you all know What? As in, you get nothing, you lose, that one. <laughs> you get nothing, you lose! Good day, sir! <laughs> I said good day! 
<laughs> Willem oh, Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe is Willy Wonka. Oh, <laughs> that'd be good. That was good. speak, Charlie Bucket. You can terrify him. Why did he have to <laughs> Willem Dafoe is Sluggo, and that's what it needs to be. <laughs> a Slugworth. Mate, I feel like we could do a whole episode of how weird, like, Charlie and Chocolate Factory is. It's so weird. Yeah, I'll probably... <laughs> You're really weird. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like the live stream. Yeah, we should. Uh, it doesn't uh, make sense uh, at all. Well, should we watch both of them back to back? No. no <laughs> definitely not. Well, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is a Johnny Depp one. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate oh, Factory is a Gene right, Wilder yeah. one. That's why I was like, what are you talking about there with Johnny Depp? I like the new one, I'm not going to lie. Willy Wonka is the best. Wait. If that film didn't have like pure imagination in it and like few of the songs, don't know where we're going. That's the best. That's... <laughs> I think the new one is better because it. it... <laughs> I'm being totally honest, yeah. No joke. Johnny Depp, Foster. You're feeling really weird. They definitely could do weirder things with like the better CGI. I feel like like that film. Like, I'm pitching it in my head, and it just looks like. Like an LG camera filler <laughs> on the whole film. <laughs> For Charlie, just, yeah. Where tell. the saturation's just up to the max and everyone's just white ass. And fake camera days. Yeah. But um, we're on number eight. Bloody hell. What's happening about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Man, I do want to view paradise. <laughs> Augustus Clunk. Augustus Clunk. <laughs> it's better. It's just better. That's the original one. No, it's not. No, they don't sing about Augustus in the first one. He got yeah, shot he did. down the shoot. Wait, that's it. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> Okay. My number eight is, um, I think it's been mentioned before a couple of times already, it's Green Book. Yes. Um, I really, really like Green Book. It, I went to the cinema to see it, and it was just such like a heartwarming film. Um, I didn't um, expect anything from it, really. I, I went into it blind and um, just because of like, the actors who was in it. But brilliant performances. And... Um, I was really surprised with the Oscars because there was a lot of backlash. Was uh, a lot of backlash when it won, uh, especially from uh, Spike Lee. I think he like kicked a bit of a fuss up because um, I know he didn't like it and he wanted Black Klansman to win. And he mm. said a few comments, and then uh, I think the guys actually came out about it, who it, who it's about, or like the the kids, or whatever, and wasn't happy with the film because it wasn't a good representation. It wasn't. Uh, totally true but even if it isn't totally true it's still a, a brilliant film um and it was probably like one of my favorite films like over that year yeah same he's here everyone we had to get him in here tom cruise the man who should have already won an oscar but you know, and happened. He should have won it for Born on the Fourth of July. He should have mm-hmm. won it for this film. He should have won it for a few good men. He should have won it for Fallout. Talk about biggest snubs. Fallout, yeah, one of the Fallout. greatest movies ever made. But um, no, it's the one that it is. <laughs> it is the film, his film, his only film that has won Best Picture. 
and it is Rain Man. We'd have it on there. You only win Oscars if you're five foot eight. Rain Man and Forrest Gump are the same film. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump is the I mean, Rain Man. You got to be honest though. The Oscars like representation of like autism is really like borderline like wrong in it. Like well, yeah. Rain Man and Forrest Gump, they're clearly trying to like you know what I mean? They're trying to be like, oh look, we support people with disabilities, but but they're not casting someone not like like mm. people with disabilities alike. They're just like completely like you know what I mean? Yeah. At first yeah, low IQ, is he not? No, I mean you know, uh, like Rain Man is just they try, but it's the eighties. They didn't really They bankrupt a casino and he was a retard. Nineteen eighty eight, weren't it? Was it is Hans Zimmer though, I think, Rain Man. Which it is. Yeah, it is, yeah. I think yeah. I think I remember the school being pretty good. It's a stick sorry though, it's just like a bit mm. I feel like isn't um Goodwill Hunting also the same film as Forrest Gump and Rain Man? No, there's no one. No one's got. Like, I thought he's like some like autistic guy that like can do he's like not maths. Autistic. Like, he's just really clever. Beautiful mind, also Rain. Oh, beautiful man. mind, yes. Also yeah. Rain. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but literally, isn't it? That's the, yeah. the like the. You look at Rain Man. I think a beautiful mind's probably a bit better in that sense of the way the <laughs> disability. The accountant with Ben Affleck. Yeah, the account of, uh, there's definitely a scene in Goodwill Hunting where Ben Affleck's like, Who are you? And then Matt Damon goes, I'm Mad Game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Goodwill Hunting 2, Hunting Season. <laughs> it's great, I love it. I was watching it the other week, weren't we? Goodwill Hunting 2. Yeah, yeah. What? Is this a joke or is it actually a joke? But the skit is a joke. Uh, just literally just go on YouTube and watch it. You don't need to watch the film. If it's yeah, thinking, no, it's, in, it's, in, it's in Jane Silent Bob. Strike back. Film. It's uh, Tom Cruise and uh, Dustin Hoffman, isn't it? What? <laughs> <laughs> No, we're talking about Thingy. If you watch Jane Tan and Bob Strike Back, yeah. there's a bit where they go to Miramax and they're filming Goodwill Hunting too. Oh, right. <laughs> and it just randomly gets a shotgun out and goes, it's hunting season, what's, bitch. <laughs> what's the deal with that? You know, do, that, do them stories actually correlate? Like, is it actually yeah. true? Because, like, you, you hear about, I've, I've heard stories where Matt uh, Damon... Ben Affleck and McConaughey like lived in the same flat, and then I've also heard that like Kevin Smith picked him out of nowhere, and then they they wrote Goodwill Hunting. What, which one of them is actually true? The best story about Goodwill Hunting, which I'm pretty yeah, sure I've spoken before. Paid, could they? No, it's it's a script. Yeah, we've yeah, all yeah. What they did is they sent the script out to everybody, and then mm -hmm. in the middle of the script, they wrote a massive blowjob scene between the two characters. And then when they were obviously pitching it to the studios, he said it and like, have you read the script? And he said, yeah, it's great, great, great. And it was only Harvey Weinstein who said, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But what's this blowjob scene in the middle? Like, it doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense. And because he read the whole script, that's why they went with Miramax. Good old Harvey Weinstein. That's the moral <laughs> oh, yeah. story. Bet that guy turned out well. <laughs>
<laughs> anyway. Like, <laughs> like Anderson and the only blowjob scene didn't like. We just happened to be roommates at uh, university, and now they're both massive actors, uh, actors and directors. Sorry. Hmm. Who, who? Sorry, with Wes Anderson. Owen Wilson and Wes Anderson. Oh, oh must Wow. Were roommates at university. Wow. That's cool. I I love the uh, that they went didn't like Coppola and like Lucas and Kubrick all like go skip same word school or something like that. No Spielberg, not Kubrick. Yeah, it was a uh, Spielberg, George Lucas, and yeah. But um, yes, Jared, number eight. Number eight, we have got The Departed. <laughs> this is probably the most, I would say this is probably my guilty pleasure film for this. Guilty because, pleasure? <laughs> you know, it's just, it doesn't feel like an Oscar. It feels It's like a great film. But it just doesn't feel like an Oscar film to me. But yeah, there's just something about it, like, I just really like the story of... Because I, I really like the original before I watched The Parted. Um, is it Inf- Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs. A really really good story. And then they brought this, like, American twist on it. And it's just such a sick film, because you can just literally, like, kind of see this happening in the real world. Like, corrupt cops and people are undercover but nobody knows that they're undercover in that. And I can literally see that happening yeah. in the real world. The only thing that's shit about it is um, is the girlfriend. I don't know why, but I just really think she's a really weak actor compared yeah. to... I can't remember who it is. Who is it? I don't know who it is, but she just is like... I agree. I don't know what it is, but there's just something yeah, about... So Vera Farmiga? I don't know her name. Who was it? Yeah, I think it was. Vera Farmiga's the girl, uh, the woman in The Departed. She's in The Conjuring and Hotel. I've not seen any other things, but it's just the way she acted in that film really annoyed me because it was like she had no personality or other than just being like, right, I'm going to shag him, I'm going to shag him. Yeah, like, so it's Vera Farmiga then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vera Farmiga, she's, she's in The Conjuring and she is in Bates Motel. She plays Norma Bates. She's an incredible actress. She just like I don't know. Like, she's an incredible actress. That's why she's in only horror films. I think it's more the way the character was written, and maybe. That... Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if a stronger actress could have played the role better, but yeah, it just wasn't. That was the only weakness of a great film. You know what? Right, I can't stand Mark Wahlberg in it. I don't get the hype around him. Like he's just the same in that as he's in like pain and gain and oh, yeah, well, pain and gain. Like <laughs> it's true, isn't it? He's just like you know what I mean. Hey, like, I'm a Wahlberg. Say hi to your mama for me. You can tell he's got a little willy. Um, I, was watching, I produce Entourage. <laughs> I was watching the other day um, over the weekend. I watched um, Gangs of New York, and I was thinking like it's so mad how like diverse some of his films are. Uh, Scorsese, like, um, like Shutter Island as well. Like, it's so different. He's got films that like fit like almost like the exact same plot, like uh, Casino, Your Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, Irishman. They're all like you can see like their Scorsese's films to a T, and maybe even The Departed. And then there's some films like Gangs of New York. Like, it's so different, and Shutter Island is as well. 
He's a he's a mint director, Scorsese. Apart yeah. from Silence. What's that film that's awful? Oh yeah, Silence. Silence. Yeah, literally, I went to it. Liam Neeson and I went to Andrew Neeson. Garfield. This yeah. is going to be like the Oscar Oscar film to win, and fuck me. No. Oh my god, it's so bad, isn't it? It's so boring. It's not making any sense. You... Why, is there, why is there a random Irish man in the middle of Japan? <laughs> <laughs> why is Tom Cruise in the middle of Japan? In the last summer? Speaking of Liam Nielsen, have you seen the photos online of him pissing himself? Who? What? Liam Google it. Liam Nielsen has a weird thing where he can't help but piss himself. Just, just look at it. There's like four or five photos of him just with piss pants. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's next. Let's see. My, he's my, great. Um, my number eight is also the departed. We did it, Yeah, uh, I love it. I, I've like raved about this film for years, but again, I've not seen it in years. I just, I need to rewatch it. I just know I adore it, and I adore Leo anyway. And uh, obviously, you've got Matt and Mark. You know, you're only missing like Christian Slater, and you'd have all the people of that age with blonde hair, blue eyes that were all in the similar roles. But then, um, and obviously, you've got Jack. Um, just, just absolutely amazing film again, and uh, I recommend it to everybody. Um, I, I mean, so yeah, definitely deserved it. Hi, I'm Mercedes. Watch The Departed. <laughs> pretty much. It's pretty much. Is what I would say the departed is. Is what? I would say good uh, good fellas, but updated is what I would say the departed is. Like good fellas is like the seventies, eighties in it. I think it's yeah. The 80s. yeah. I don't know. Good fellas was nineteen ninety when it came out. Yeah, but like what well, it's based on the eighties. Oh, based in the eighties, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then like the departed is like you would call it like the modern day like good fellas for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Like um, like you say, you can see it happening in real life. It's really scary, really. Thank God I'm not. Aaron, yeah. number seven. Um, big boy league here now. These are getting to the boys now. So boys are seven, back in town. The King's Speech. This is a film. Bang. It is certainly a film. This is a film. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like. I don't. I just, I just. I don't like these sort of films at all. Um, this genre. It look. It looks so boring. I can't. I can't even remember why I watched it. Um, it's just not up my street at all. But every performance in it is like stellar. Like Jeffrey Rush. Like uh, Colin Firth as well. Like stepping out of the rom coms. Like Hugh Grant in The Gentleman. Um, Helen. Even like Helena Bowen Carter is pretty good in it as well. But. Um, what a film! It's absolutely amazing. Oh, it blew me away. Mm. Really good film. Uh, my number seven again. It's I think it's the only a film I've watched once or twice when it came out, and it was one of those films that I was just like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" It was a really good year for films as well. Um, I'm gonna try and quickly look, see what was nominated against it. Too right. <laughs> Someone got a little bit excited there about Manchester United. Yeah, match you were cheering. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think with this year, 
you had films. I mean, I, I've, I've always said how much I hate The Revenant and it didn't win. So this is probably why I love this film more. Um, but you also had The Martian. Like I, this is, I think, one of the film, first films I went into. A lot of them going. I'm going to watch all of them, even though two of them don't even like the sound of it. One being Brooklyn, and one being Room, and absolutely adore Room. Um, but the film that won and shocked the world and obviously beat Revenant was Spotlight. And again, like true story, um, <laughs> it's kind of like a modern day, like. Um, What's the word I'm looking for now? Um, what's the film called? All the presidents. All the presidents, men. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, is it the post as well? No, we don't talk about the post. The post is Jesus. Uh, you talk about an os. You talk about an Oscar bait film, and it couldn't even get nominated for an Oscar. Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, and Meryl Streep. Looking at that, you're like, and a, Listen, and a true story. That's going to get nominated for an Oscar. It's going to win it all. Didn't even get nominated because it was shit. But Spotlight is amazing. I mean, you talk about the cast of Spotlight. Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, Rachel McAdams, Lee Schreiber, Stanley Tucci. It's, it's just phenomenal. And like I said, the story and the premise of it all as well about the whole, like a touchy subject, obviously, I don't want to say like nonsense kids, but you know, it is, isn't it? But it's it's just a brilliant film. And again... Well, that needs to be told because it happens. And if you don't talk about it and just push it under the rug, I feel you're the problem as well. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I think it's a great film that they made. Yeah. Big short was that year, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I mean. It was such a good a year for short. film. But yeah. I think well, but revenue... it's, it's not as serious a topic, the big short. No. I'd say I'd say the big short is much, much, much better than Spotlight though. I think Spotlight right. I Yeah, this is the thing, it's a better film. But is it about I mean, look looking at that year? You had Spotlight, Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. Yeah, I know Jared would say Max. It, really. uh, like Jared would probably say Mad Max is the best one out of there. Aaron would say Big, Big Short. Short. I'd, I'd, I'd say Room. Best film. Room is phenomenal. No, I'm saying Mad Max is the best film out of all them. Yeah. But Spotlight has a more serious topic, like the Big it's, Short. It's an Oscar film. Special. You know what I mean? Like this is a this is a film about kids getting touched and that and i think it's like a serious topic that needed to like get praise and it's not Why like it's gotta win just because it's about it. kids getting touched though like it's a, it's like, a really good film though i know that's what i mean if the film was crap then i'd be annoyed but the film isn't crap it's a good film and it's a more important topic than mad max i feel like uh, my only point is with it is like i feel like it won because that's what it's about what it's about it's like, oh, I'm saying as well, yeah. If, if it was, if it was about like um, just like some other scandal, it probably wouldn't be as like shocking as it was. And I think that's what it is about it—the shock factor. Um, In a way, it was uncovered. It was a really emotional film. Like Rachel McAdams. You don't. Brilliant. Mark Ruffalo. Um, I don't think they're Oscar like actors for sure. Um, it's a fair comment. Like I said, they haven't really been nominated properly, have they, since or beforehand? Mm, I think that's why I didn't like that, that's, Zodiac that's, as well. That's like, why I, I didn't. That's why they didn't get nominated in the acting categories, though. I, I don't think. Mm. Um, it was all the film as a whole, wasn't it? Really? 
Yeah, it was an ensemble cast. No, Mark Ruffalo did get nominated for supporting actor, sorry, but he didn't win. Michael Keaton's good in it, though. Yeah, all, all of H. McAdams did get nominated as well. <laughs> they both wow. got nominated, yeah. But again, they didn't win. Um, Danish Girl and Bridge of Spies won those categories, but. Like, really, like, looking at them films, only. We're talking about actual topics, because, like, Mad Max is a great, is a better film, but it's there's nothing, like, there's nothing serious about it. Honestly, Ooh. right? I'm not joking. Like, the biggest shock I've ever had in film, you want to talk about real films, is The Big Short. Like, I couldn't believe that at the end. Like, it, it, honest to God, like, it was so crazy, like, how it brought that. I haven't seen this, front. by the way, so don't say anything. Um, just it happened. About, like, it's, real, it's a true story. It sounds so boring, like, The Big Short, like, what it's about. But then, like, when you look into it, you're like, Oh my god, this is actually crazy that this actually happened. Um, I think that shot me way more than like spotlight because it's just like, yeah, that's what priests do. And on that note, <laughs> wow, but I mean, are the UK heading towards this now with our five percent house buying? Yeah, 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 I was seeing this. I always go on about this. Like, I'm like, this five percent house buying is completely ridiculous because what you're doing. Is you're basically telling people, right? You can buy, let's say, a house is a hundred thousand. Mm. You can buy a house on a deposit for five thousand pounds. Well, that's all good until that person who's not got the money is now yeah. a seven hundred pounds a month mortgage, which you can't afford, which then causes a recession. I've seen videos of like um, someone's put like the Christian Bale like run it from the Big Short about this as well. Um, they're still going, them guys. Like they're going strong, like the real the real people. I was looking into them recently. Yeah, they're all profitable. The, the dude was betting on uh, GameStop stock. You know the dude from Christian Bale. Karen. I didn't know that. That's yeah, he's betting on GameStop <laughs> stock. Yeah, because it, it went. That was weird. That GameStop thing, wasn't it? Like yeah. it just came out. And... It was like saying you like you know that you know like you would call them like the traditional like Wall Street brokers. Yeah, like, they went against the kind of people basically. It was like, well, fuck you, we can do it. Yeah, that film's mad. Yeah, I do really like Big Short, but um, didn't win, did it? So, Spotlight. <laughs> Jared, number seven. Number seven, I have given it to. Uh, yeah, this is probably my last like great film, but not Oscar like levels for me. And it's Forrest Gump. I know it sounds weird. It's so think. low. I know, I know, because it's probably my favourite one on this list. But it just isn't like an Oscar film. Like, it's a great film. But I don't know why. It just doesn't, like... I don't know what it is. It's just, like... In, maybe, maybe this is the issue with the Oscars, because I just think... You know what I mean? Like, the quintessential Oscar films. I just don't see Forrest Gump as one of them. If you get what I mean, but we all know what Forrest Gump. We've all heard about Forrest Gump. It's a great story. Like it's a really good story. It just hasn't got that like level. Do you do you, do you understand what I say when I'm on about? This? I totally know what you mean because if I was doing it based on that, I would have had um, Gone with the Wind and Lawrence of Arabia on the top of my list, but I've not even put yeah. them on my list because I've done it. Lawrence of Arabia. I got so glad he wasn't here for that. But, <laughs> But that's what I'm on about with Spotlight winning that year because it, it was probably looking at it the most Oscar film, and that's kind of what I feel like with the Oscars. Like, I love my Max, but if that won Best Picture, it would have been a mockery. 
Definitely. Yeah. Okay, Mercedes. Uh, my number seven's also Spotlight. Um, like we said, it's a really powerful film. Um, covers an important topic, but it's just it is also a, a really good film. The way it's filmed, the way it's done, is brilliant. Um, the interviews, um, you know, with the victims and and things like that, like the the characters, the reporters, you know, they go into it with like you know one thing in mind, which is just the story, and then what they actually get from it is actually meeting these people these victims and I think they're actually shocked you know um when they actually start to hear the stories and seeing grown men cry because of the traumatic memories from their childhood and then in your face with that you face with like grown men who are like you know men and like in their like kind of like their like middle-agedness kind of phase and then then the and then and then they go and and then they go and then talk to these old men who look vulnerable and and sweet old men and they're actually the predators um you know it's really interesting to see that um but yeah yeah it's like i say it's a really important topic and um i think more people need to watch it I, again another one i strongly encourage people to watch <laughs> every time i meet them yeah okay before we do move on to number six i just want to give a big shout out to someone that's not our sponsor but this galaxy orange was fucking phenomenal by the way right. i want they <laughs> are amazing i had a dairy milk orange bar i would give them a shout out <laughs> I mean, orange is everywhere at the minute i went to spa before and i've got twirl orange giant button orange they've got this new galaxy orange and it's just like just give me them all I don't care. But this Galaxy Orange is amazing. Yeah. Okay, so Aaron, number six. Number six, I've gone for Mr. Gene Hackman, French Connection. Um, really, really wanted to see this one before we do the list. But... It's mint. I, I wouldn't say, it's one of them though, I, I, as we've talked about Oscar films, I wouldn't say it is like a, a proper like Oscar film, but I think it's like, um, you know, when like you think of like the 80s, you think of like Ferris Bueller or like Ghostbusters. I think for 70s, it's like a proper quintessential film. Like it inspired like so many films. Like this is the ultimate like cop sort of chase um, movie, really. Um, it's brilliant. The second one's really good as well. Uh, but Gene Atman's, Gene Atman's one of my favorite actors ever. So good so good and whatever he's in had an amazing career okay um my next one we talk about it's another shock one that nobody expected it to win the highest grossing movie of all time avatar was beaten by the hurt locker it is the hurt locker um What's the other one like Hurt Locker, but it's not Hurt Locker? What's the other one? Black Hawk Down, <laughs> Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, that one's better, yeah, Zero Dark Thirty. Is it? Fair enough. But same I remember watching it. it. Yeah, no, both Catherine Bigelow. Big... It's the same No, it's Dark Catherine Bigelow, Bigelow, both of them, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Catherine Bigelow against her former, her ex-husband, James Cameron, and wins the Oscar. Um, wow, I did not know that. That's cool. That's you like, didn't know? 
That's like yeah, yeah. Movie. They were like going against each other. It was so funny, like in the audience that <laughs> night. That's mint. That's mint. I've always, always loved the story about um, what's her name, um, Coppola, Sophia Coppola, hmm. and Spike Jonze. Like how, like she wrote um, Lost in Translation, like loosely based on him, like the the boyfriend in it or the guy yeah. she's married to, uh, and then she, uh, he wrote. Uh, like um the ex-wife in her about sophia is midnight i love that mm. but um no like i said uh, it was one of those films that i watched for the war movies because it's one of these war films like i'm not massive into my war and westerns but it was one of those films that i really wanted to watch and i had a dirty blonde at the time it was great uh watched the hurt locker and it was it was great i really enjoyed it it's probably one of the films that on my list would be one of the most freshest in my mind. So that's probably why it was on the list and higher. If I watched all of the films again, maybe it not, might not have made it on there, but it was fresh in my mind and I and I love it. So you know what I think it is? I think it's Jeremy Renner. I just think he's such I love a weak, Jeremy Renner. I think he's I a weak him. actor. I just nah, think he's mint. The tar he's mint. <laughs> have you watched Tag? Have have you watched Bourne? Yeah, Bourne Born Legacy. Good, you know, like it's not bad that film. It's better than Jason Bourne. Like, the, oh my god, it's better. It's better than Jason Bourne. The film after the fifth one. Of, yeah, yeah. Right, Jeremy. Yeah. I, I think it. I think it just for me. I don't know. He calls himself like like he's Tom Cruise, but he ain't shit. <laughs> he definitely isn't Tom Cruise, but you know, he's I do not love Tom Cruise. He's horrified Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. That's what? the list, like, top ten, like, action actors. He'd probably get an honourable mention, Jeremy Renner. Top oh. ten action. Well, we all know Tom Cruise has already won. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely has. Uh, uh, if, and if he doesn't, if nobody, if nobody in the world, not just this podcast, doesn't have Tom Cruise on the board, he does his own fucking stunts for one. Hang like, on a minute, though. What about Sean Connery? Ew. What? Sean Connery. What's he do? Sean Connery. Yeah, was, all you're gonna say is Bond. That's not yeah, action. That's, that's shit. The OG, <laughs> that's like the old G. I'd rather have Austin no. Powers. I'd rather have Mike Myers over Sean Connery. No, we have like Allen, no. Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme will be on the and top ten list. Jason Statham. Nah, he's all right, thanks. <laughs> yeah, so he'd be on my list. Sean Connery is definitely better than Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's definitely not better than Jean-Claude Van Damme. You said it, Jean-Claude. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Bruce Willis, there we go, yeah. Bruce Willis, like, just for Die Hard alone. Yeah, he'd Jackie be number two after Tom Cruise. Yeah, Jackie Chan. Jimmy, who's, who's the person from The Crow? Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Yeah, he, he's number one. He oh, died. He, he takes his own stunts. <laughs> bullets for the film. <laughs> and it didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. I know. Yeah, Tom Tom Cruise like, well, I'm not fucking like. Doing he break, he broke his foot jumping from a building well, to another gonna building. Do, I'm not going to do a film if you've got no mask on. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, Jared. Really you didn't jump high enough. <laughs> he's, too, he's too small. He's too small. All right, number six. All right, this is where we start getting Oscars. 
from Oscar films. <laughs> Number six, I've gone for The Deer Hunter. Okay. This is, like, mad. Like, I know when you said Platoon, I, I, did, I do like Platoon, but I don't know, there's just something about The Deer Hunter where it's like, you know, they're doing the Russian roulette scene. It's just like... Mm. That's all everybody ever talks about, that film. Yeah, but it's also like, it's like you can see the the after effects of war and like how it affects you and that and like like leaving like your friends behind and that like it, I don't know I think it it's basically like a precursor to what American Sniper tried to be. I hate that film. Exactly, it was just a copy of The Deer Hunter. <laughs> you know what I mean? You do see the. Like, it might be a bit slow, but you do see that, like, they're coming home and, like, Very yeah, let's, like, get married and that before they go. And then it's, like, they go and it's, like... That's, like, a whole hour of the film is, like, I'm getting married. My God. It took so much effort. I don't know why. I just I really like the pacing of the film. Yeah, no. It, when you when you eventually get to the end, you're like, okay, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Some films, like, if it was another film, I'd have gone, oh, that shit, it's too long. But, like... I don't know, it just hit, it just hit me good, dear hunter. Like the deer getting hit with a bullet. Okay, Mercedes. Um, my number six. By the way, you 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 are not gonna like my my top one, my top films. Like I said, I've just gone for like things that I like rather than my list would probably be similar to Jared's if I'd gone down the same route. Um, but yeah, my number seven. Uh, sorry, my number six is Forrest Gump. Um, Hello. Yeah, because like I've seen it a million times, you know. I'd watch it again a few times before I die. Um, it's a, uh, it, it's great fun and emotional and brilliant. There's a great cast in it, you know, so quotable. Um, just you go through so many different things in that film. So many different like. Dude, so many presidents. So many presidents, yeah. Um, it's just, it's just absolutely lovely and heartwarming. Um, apart from Jenny, we all hate Jenny. Um, Hello, Jenny. <laughs> much better as Antiope in uh, Wonder Woman. Um, and uh, yeah, and Bubba Gump Shrimp Company is great restaurant to go to. <laughs> so. Okay, I mean, we are speeding through. We're we're halfway. It's number five. I was just uh, laughing through that. <laughs> What Saren's put on Facebook. Um, <laughs> While I'm saying my number five, I'll look at Saren's Facebook. Um, can't wait for cinemas to open this week so I can stop having to do this on a weekend. All right. <laughs> Send it on a cow. <laughs> I'll send this to um to Jared so he can see it. Um, Tell me number five. Right, my number five <laughs> is La La Land. No, it's not. It's beautiful, Moonlight. It's so good. Um, it's a film that's in, I believe, three acts. Um, acting is perfect in it story is brilliant and um it's just like the whole the whole uh, look of the film is absolutely brilliant as well and um <laughs> Jer- what's up we're looking at the cow <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had to mute him 
But anyway, back to this serious topic of moonlight. <laughs> it's like the Kermit frog again. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tenant as well. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, La La Land. Uh, <laughs> no, right, I mean, like, yeah. No, 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 the, the worst part of the Oscars ever. No, it is. When that happened. Oscars moment, babe, though. Well, that is the greatest moment. <sighs> it's not the greatest. If it was the other way around, it would be even better. But The most yeah. annoying moment is that stupid Sasha Baron Cowan. Like, Cowan? Cowan, or whatever his name is, does my head in. That Charlie Chaplin moment. Ugh, I see that all the time. Like people honestly like, believe in that. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about it when we do our little chat about the Oscars anyway, you know, our favourite moments. But mm. Moonlight, I hate it. And the moment that it stole the Oscar from La La Land would make me always hate this yeah. film forever. And I refuse to watch but... it again. Because I remember hating it without even seeing it. I was like, I've watched it. I hated it because I didn't see it at the time of the Oscars. And I was like, how's La La Land lost? Because it's one of the best films ever. But then I watched Moonlight afterwards. And I was like, I'm going to minute. This film is amazing. Like, it's What's incredible. Better? La La Land's better. Yeah, La La Land's <laughs> definitely better. But Moonlight's still an incredible film, though. Um, I think. Moonlight's not even the best film with light in the title. Because of Spotlight. (laughs) It's not even the best film with moon in it. (laughs) Just moon. (laughs) But yeah. um... It was good. It just wasn't like... I feel like I need to watch it again. I'd love it. Like this is one thing I always wanted to do at HMV. Obviously, we never could because it's always sealed. But I'd love to. Like if people bought Moonlight, I would put La La Land in the case. That's good. That would be amazing. Moonlight. I've never seen it, but I remember um, when all the hype was coming out about it. I was just there going, "Oh my god, that's that guy from the forty-four hundred." Because, like, years ago, I used to watch this TV show called The 4500, which, like, most people haven't heard of, but I love. And um, the actors that are in it, they're not in anything else. Like, they're not in, like, any big films or anything. And that's why I'd known Mahershala Ali for donkey's years from that. He never seen anything else. And then suddenly he was on stage winning Oscars. And I was like, what? He's almost like... He's almost like Daniel Day-Lewis level. Like he's almost like guaranteed to be no- nominated with what he's in. Like I know he's been in like some like uh, rubbish blockbusters, but you know when he's going to do like a serious film, it's like hang on, like it's brilliant. Crazy. I love him. Uh, he was great in Five Hundred. Also, Moonlight. Search Jay Z Moonlight if anyone's listening. Just for that alone, like Moonlight's amazing. For it's the music, French. not the film. <laughs> no, it's, it's friends. Like they did friends, but like it's all the podcast. Um, they're all famous as well. And it's the scene where it's uh, you know, where Ross is getting ready to the, for that award show. Or that yeah, no yeah. Like that, and Rachel's taking ages. They film oh, like, the it? It's the episode where the gang aren't ready. Yeah, the one where yeah. nobody's ready or something like that, yeah. isn't it? 
Oh, no, it yeah, is Ross like, That it's... whole scene was like a black cast, but it's, it's really good. Um, my number five is my first musical on the list. A musical is one best picture. Two musicals. I mean, there's been more than two, to be completely honest. But this one shocked the world when it won. It didn't. It was Chicago. Fucking. Yeah, Yeah, Chicago. Because he did have it coming in the end. Um, But you know, we 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 watched it recently, didn't we, Mercedes? Because you never watched it, and it is really really good. Like the songs are. Okachi and Renee Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones are great. And it's just a really good musical. And it was nice that, what, in 2002, this type, this type of film could actually win an Oscar. Um, and it was a really good film. So, yeah. Chicago. Jared. There we go. Number five. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm going to have to get a drink after this one. Uh, I don't know, I've just got some uh, frog in my throat. Number five. Permit in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to pop out. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. Set him up. Yeah, and then, and then the next person out is Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see who's on mass this week, actually. Fuzzy Bear. Guns I mean, up. we're literally spoiling it for everybody that hasn't watched The Mass Singer USA in the new series because it's not out in the UK yet. Anyone who's like watching that show like full time anyway. I feel like we're investing. The US one actually has people that you've heard of though, rather than yeah. the UK one. It's it's this guy. Is that all right? Cool. <laughs> so, I really, really want <laughs> I really want there to be a moment in it where like uh, <laughs> they get revealed and the judges are like, who the fuck is that? That's what that's what they're like all the time. Like I, would say, I, know, I, know, I know Mercedes knows, but like I would if, if it just came out unmasked, I would not know who the cold feet guy was. Just on mass, it was a guy from Cold Feet, and I was like, "All right, I would never he came have known." Into HMV, uh, that Tomlinson guy. Yeah, because he yeah. comes to Rapple for the magic sh- magic convention. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, seeing I him. Like, Again, I met him in the street. You'd never no idea who he was. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely like something in there to say. Yeah, he's in Cold Feet. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, cool, yeah. <laughs> Act like it's George Clooney. Even though it's like George, who appeared in an episode of Casualty. <laughs> but anyway, this isn't a mass singer podcast. That's next year, Jared. So uh, love hate with this film. Loved it for years. Thought it was boring for years, and it's back on the hype train, baby. It's Gladiator. Yeah, absolute. Finally. Look, My name is Maximus Decimus Aurelius. was off, but I watched it recently again. I was like, you know what? What am I on about? It's a sick one. I thought you could say it's a banger. It's gross, just like, I don't know. Can, can, if you can look past the allegations, and then yeah, fuck it. What allegations? Yeah. Racism, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Russell Crowe, he's from New Zealand. 
No, there was that massive like racist outburst he did, didn't he? That's why he was like out of the film industry for like years. What? Don't race about that. Hey, let I me have a look. Maybe I'm about someone else. <laughs> racist misogynist pig. Lovely. Yeah, Celia Banks has said that. Like, Who? I'm sure he did something in like 2012. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Probably true. Probably true. Anyway. One day more to revelation. You bet what? Huh? I got a clue what's going on now. You're talking about Russell Crowe being a racist. No, he's he's a abuser. I don't know whatever. Move on, move on. It's a great film. Yes. Thumbs up to him. Cool. Perfect. Okay. So, Mercedes. Number five. Dislike me. My number five is what they like. My favorite films that I love. Um, it oh god, my camera. Um, it's oh Shakespeare in Love because I think it's great. It's got an amazing cast. Um, obviously Gwyneth. Um, um, Josie Fine is obviously okay. Um, Ben is in it. Ben Affleck. Uh, Jeffrey Rush. Um, Tom Wilkinson. Martin Clunes. Judy Dench. Brilliant, brilliant cast, and it's just. A brilliant, like, people hear the title and they go, oh, some, like, tutti-frutti, boring love story about Shakespeare. It is not boring. It is just really funny. Like, that's what I take from Shakespeare in Love. My, any of my memories of it, it just, it's just really funny. Um, all the characters are hilarious. It's just a great British comedy um, with, rom- with romance as well, you know, a rom-com, really, um, with some serious uh, sides. But, yeah, um, who else? I think Rupert Everett plays uh, Christopher Marlowe. Um, and yeah, I definitely recommend it to everybody. Um, boys and girls alike. Um, so it's a good, fun film. Feel good. Um, tells a nice idea of what might have been going on to inspire his stories. Um, and tells great stories of the theatres as well, the Rose and the Globe and the rivalries between the theatres and the uh, people that own the theatres and the actors and the um, the people with the money who held held the purse strings and all the all the people that used to go and watch the film the, the shows as well. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. Um, obviously Gwyneth won um, that year too. So. Okay, we are at number four. Um, my number four is. Parasite, Ooh. most recent Ooh. winner, um, shocked me. This film, uh, I went into it not knowing anything, and uh, it speaks for itself. Parasite. Really? I don't think I know anyone who who doesn't like this film. Like it's so good uh, in so many different ways, and I still stand by. Like it is. I think it is terrifying. Like the actual idea of it. And mm-hmm. I think what stands out most about it is just what movies are like nowadays. They're either sequels, reboots, or whatever. 
Um, there's barely any original ideas, and I've never seen a film like this. Um, it's it's so smart and clever. Definitely. Um, my number four is also Parasite. <laughs> um, again, like I love my um my world cinema films to a degree and um i was so happy when it won because it was a great film i absolutely love 1917 as well um and i know we were talking about when we did the greatest movie ever i think you even wanted to put it in there didn't you in like top of the 2010s mm. like like really high on that list because it is such a great film and it was i think just trying to think now. It wasn't my film of the year, but it was. I think it was like second behind another film. But it was such a phenomenal film. I was so happy it, it won the best Oscar. And like I said, there's not many as a scriptwriter myself to actually come up with original ideas and something that's never been done before is ridiculous. And He's special. Pardon? Be special. Yeah, it, it's just a great film, and like I said, the the ending when everything just goes start going fucking shit crazy at mm. the party, like that party yeah, scene yeah. is amazing. Yeah, like when you're watching that, just going, "What is happening?" Right the now? whole film is like that, though. It's literally like a roller coaster in the dark, where you just don't yeah. know when it's gonna like just drop, and it's like um, any point throughout that movie, that crazy moment could have happened. And, it's just you waiting. Yeah, I, fe- I I felt what, like watching it when I was watching it. I felt like the first time I watched it, I knew something like that was gonna happen. Like I knew it was gonna like kick off, but I I, I had no idea like when and how. Um, it was it nervous watching it, wasn't it? Yeah, I would have. I think I would have loved just to have watched your reaction, like watching that film, just for the moment when they're walking and you know when they got that bookcase bit to go like downstairs, oh, and it's just there. The walk, no. you would have been like. No, no, no. <laughs> a bit where it's just on the wall like this, like or like in a crab on the wall or something, isn't she? Just like hello. Yeah. <laughs> just and, uh, when I watched the end of Suspiria, and I was like, <laughs> no, that's something that you pay for to watch your reaction for, just to watch the first this time. That's what me. we should do. This is what we should do. I'm gonna give like films that you've never watched before, just scenes like the scene for Mother. I'm just gonna show it, yeah, and I want to film your reaction. Yeah, basically, just about what is going on. I don't. I wouldn't. I That's wouldn't an idea. I'll move. talk to you after about it. I didn't move like watching like <laughs> watching. I was like, just like, what is going on? For anybody brain, like, that has got some like scenes that are just like completely out there, DM us at the greatest <laughs> movie ever podcast and i'm gonna i'm gonna get a compilation me and aaron are gonna do a video i'm just gonna yeah. throw loads of videos and i want to film his reaction to watching them I for the first time a shout out though a shout out to the scene in once upon a time in hollywood though that's good like, oh, that, dog, that dog scene is amazing not killing a dog as well good on her yeah like, <laughs> that I, I keep saying uh, to Emily like all the time because uh, we got into a phase of just watching like uh, a load of action films like uh, the Mission Impossible saga and I was like right we need to watch John Wick and she's like I'm not watching John Wick the dog dies and I was like no like the dog does die but he it, gets another dog and then like that dog is same like conversation a, he, <laughs> he kills he kills like five thousand people because of this one dog like <laughs> I had for a day. 
<laughs> but like, literally, like, you, you can, like, you can like, skip that bit. It's like one minute, 59 seconds, and, and then like, it's gone. And we did. We did skip it. I left the room. I said, like, the, the lady knocked on the door. She had a basket. I didn't even see the dog. I said, I don't want to see it because then I know what it looks like. And I'll have in my head that this baby has died. So I left the, the room. Is, the Yelp is so bad as well. It's like, Aaron! <laughs> I love when Aaron is literally like a little like break skid. Like, like... You, you, your girlfriend said, Oh, yeah, I don't want to watch it. The dog dies. And you go, No, the dog does die. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah, who cares about that one? He gets another one. <laughs> they make jokes about it though, like throughout my second film or third film, where he's like, "Oh, you, you've done all this for, like a puppy." Like the whole film, the whole films are based on his vengeance of that dog. It's like Laura by and they are really good films. Though. I, don't, I don't want to ask the dog, but like, fuck me, he kills a lot of people over a fucking dog, doesn't he? He, he does. He <laughs> uh, was a cute dog. That dog's life is no less valuable than if it was his child's life. Well, that's just not. Correct. Well, okay. <laughs> 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 more valuable than a human life. Why do we um, all eat fish then? I'm just saying. I, I know it's horrible. Like, I mean, why do we all eat fish? <laughs> Forget me. But why do we eat fish? No one's eating fish anymore. I've always got that dog. That dog I'm never eating fish again. No. <laughs> but um. Anyway, Jared, <laughs> number four. I do think dogs' lives are valuable, but I think a human life is more valuable than a dog's life. I've just got to say it. We're not even going down that road. <laughs> number four. Jared? Oh, sorry. Right, I heard, I heard, do, 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 do. No, um, oh, uh, number four. Molly and me. Our two baby. Haters will hate. Lovers will love. What? <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather Part 2. One of the best. Oh, right. yeah. Absolute banging film. Scorsese. <laughs> no, the Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. Mr. Coppola. You say, well, you said Scorsese. I was making a joke. I couldn't remember the first part of it when you were doing that weird, like, rap shit. I was thinking of what Aaron had for that weird sports film, that Scorsese film. Oh, yeah, Lee Dong. Yeah, like, Lee oh. Dong. Lee Dong and Scorsese, that was it. <laughs> no, no. The thing is, yeah. it's, like, it's almost like boring putting Godfather so Godfather Part 2 so high, but how can you not? It's just, like, there's just something about this film that just... It just has aged so well, and it's just, I love it. I, I can't get enough of Godfather Part 2. Yeah. Okay. I need to watch them. I've still not seen any of them. I haven't seen Part 2, but I've seen Part 1. But yes, Mercedes, number four. My number four is um, one of my favourite films of all time. It's the sound of music. I love it. <laughs> Um, probably will watch it twice a year because it'll be on at like Easter and Christmas and New Year and everything. Um, it's just brilliant. I love all the songs. Um, 
Julie Andrews is amazing. Christopher Plummer is amazing. The, the setting and um, Salzburg, absolutely stunning. Um, obviously, I've been in a, into a few of the places it was filmed, and yeah, absolutely love it. Well, I like it. I really like it. I put it high on my musicals list. Nice. When we when we do them, musicals will be when soon. Go, I'm sure. Be a bit of lonely goatherd. Mm. Okay, so we are at our top three. Aaron, um, this is a film where I didn't rate that high when I first watched it, and I only watched it for the first time like a couple of years ago. But I rate it a lot more now because of its influence. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Um, like obviously I've become like obsessed with X Files, and like I've, when you look it up, it like Scully's like main influence was like Jodie Foster in X Files, and then and then I was thinking as well, like would you get like Seven without Sound of Silence of the Lambs? Would you get like David no, Fincher film? I don't think not to the same degree. No, probably not. And I think a it lot of those a lot more. I think yeah, a lot of those films like. They're my favourite genre, like the Fincher films. I love Fincher's stuff, and I feel like that's the birth of it, like Science of the Lambs. It's so brilliant. It's not like uh, crazy horror or anything like that. It's just um, a brilliant mind thriller, yeah. um, psychological thriller, and um, the ending's great. I, mm. I did When I did watch it, and I finished it for the first time. I thought, like, I'm not watching the next two because I, I just see it as its own film. I don't, I don't know why they went back, really. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I said Hannibal Lecter in his introduction into that film in I'm the like, whole. It's not good, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, it's a, it's a psychological film. I don't class it as a horror film, but everybody classes it as the only horror film to ever win the best picture. Well, um, he's... Isn't uh, the guy in it like the same guy as the guy in Norman Bates? Is it Norman Bates? What? The killer. The killer? Yeah. Is in Hannibal Lecter? No, the other no, no, the no. Um, the other killer. Oh, what's his name? Oh, the guy, the guy who wears the lipstick and stuff. Yeah. Mm. They were based off the same guy, I think. I think. Oh, like, like Ed Gacy. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... yeah. And someone else Maybe. as well. There's another film, like, there's another. Ed Gein, film. sorry. Yeah. Um, that was like the base, like the villain of that, and um, that's Texas another thing. Texas Chainsaw. I, I think the. Um, that plot of like the, I mean Hannibal is like probably like the main character in there, and he's just like liaising with the plot. It's it's brilliant. It's it's weird because like Hannibal's not the villain really, is it? No, no, not in that. Like no. the actual main villain is, he's he's quite a crap character really. Like yeah, you don't really care about him. I think it's just one of them films where like Hannibal is so good in it. It kind of. Mm. Even the issues with the film kind of just fade. Yeah. And again, Science and Lambs is one of only three films to win the big five. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, there you go. What, uh, go in a time machine, put Gillian Anderson in 
as Jodie Foster. I reckon. <laughs> and put Jared as uh, in there as well as his Mulder. <laughs> Pardon? I'll be the dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number three is my second musical. Um, we're talking about musicals being high on lists. Um, it was my number one in the 60s. It's Romeo and Juliet. It's West Side Story. I like to be in America. <laughs> I um, saw this film and I was like, I knew Jay. <laughs> I was like, going to put this as number one for sure. <laughs> no, like, my, my, my top two, like, there was no way they were going to get beat. Like, I, I hope a film, like, hasn't even been mentioned yet. And I'm like, Jesus, like, it needs to get mentioned because it's a phenomenal film, but the art I'm is. getting scared. Yeah, exactly. No, that I don't, that nobody said yet, which is still to come. But um, no, like West Side Story, I absolutely love it. It's um, the Jets and the Sharks. It's Romeo and Juliet in it in musical form. It's just a beautiful tale told wonderfully it's basically looking like it's on stage the whole show you're watching it they're walking off and walking off screen when they finish the scene and stuff like that it's just beautiful the way it's shot uh, i absolutely love west side so it's one of my, it's one of my favorite musicals ever um yeah so that's my number three jared number three i've given it to uh, Leo, i just want to make sure i'm correct yeah, number three, I've given it to Titanic. Yeah, about... Controversial, but it's just an epic film, Titanic. Like, as a child, like, I don't know, this was just, like, one of them films that I was, like, I just love Titanic. I love everything about Titanic. I love the story. Like, it's just epic. Like, he just made an epic film, to be honest, yeah. it, um, when I watched it, um, it kind of sank. No, but like, the Titanic just couldn't be made today. Like, it just, there'd be some kind of like weird, like, odd plot, and it's just like, this. A UFO just, will come down and save him. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I mean? There'd be some weird story, and it's like... I just love the actual ship going down and, like, their romance, and it's like... Just something about it, like... Just, it's been 84 years! <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's like... It's, it's one of the first, like... Especially in our generation shall we say it's like a proper epic movie not yeah. epic movie the movie from 2006 but like an epic of a film as in titanic obviously um it dethroned jurassic park to become the great like the highest grossing movie of all time didn't it like it was a proper epic of a film and it took another 11 years to get beaten by avatar um also it is well, I, I, just, I, don't know, I just i love how like I kind of love stories that are like real life things. Like, I think it kind of like helps that. Like, like imagine being on that ship because like they were very chill when they hit the iceberg, and then it was like, oh shit, we actually are gonna die here. Yeah, but none of it's true though. It's any sang. Like, none of the characters are real. I don't know. 
Titanic's well, yeah. still sang. Yeah, it's only Billy Zane. I put the diamond in the coat. I put the coat on her! Um, what are you on about? It's real. That old lady's like... I have a child. What are you on about? She's just trying real. to find a picture. That old lady chucks that diamond in the <laughs> She's actually real, mate. Google it. Um, so I might as well just say now my number three is also uh, Titanic. Then I can actually just join in this conversation without waiting. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Gang gang. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to learn it recently, like gang gang. But um no, you're right, like um I uh it, it tell tells the story like of what how it would have played out quite well, like like you say when they first hit it and they're like, Oh, it would've just grazed it, you know, and they don't think yeah, that they and like holy shit, we are gonna die. Like, Same with no. <laughs> and some of the characters are real. Um like the um, yeah. the captain. That's his real yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, it'll be the guy that opened Jack it. And Rose in it. Jack and Rose. No, not Jack and Rose. But that could happen. You don't know. Jack and Rose, like what? What the hairs? What? You know what I mean? People only pick about a film because it was such an epically good film. No, yeah, I, I, exactly. I like it. It's, it. it's good. Like um, it's it's a weird take on a film that's like um. It's quite smart, really. It's like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood does it as well, like a, a, re- a real thing that happened, but like a story within that. I quite like, I love yeah. that idea, really. But um, I was watching Save It Private Ryan for the first time when we did the um, we did the war films. It winds me up, these scenes, you know, like, why did they have them in it? Like, they, it's been 84 years. It's the same in Save It Private Ryan. It winds me up. I hate when films do that. When, but it's like, got an older yeah, version of him looking back at it. Though, because imagine if it just started with like Rose just being like on there and it's like Yeah, know? but you already know you already know it's a story about the Titanic. You don't need that yeah. extra bit though, do you? You already yeah. know it's a film about Titanic. Like it's it. called Titanic. I like, it, <laughs> I like the idea that like, you know, because the show it the showing, you know, the the kind of a real person, you know, the showing this person who's an old lady now talking about her story and yeah, how she it's about it's rose's story because yeah. it's weird to have just like why why are we on about just rose's story on the titanic there's hundreds of stories on titanic. yeah but like you want to have like game being like with like old uh, bloody chris evans being like and here's a story kids of how i saved <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, that's not a real story <laughs> <laughs> no but I, do, I, lo- I love the bit where she's like you yeah, know rose rose, rose is family. Family. No, you know what i mean <laughs> you don't want billy zane Captain well that's all we want i wanted a whole film of billy zane <laughs> um billy zane until he went bald i think it, like, it's it's got More those moments that, in it yeah. as well, those like those terrifying moments where you know people are like um fighting over getting in the boats and like pushing people out the way and and like, like he, taking he children, like, just kidnapping he just, like, a kid, someone's child just to get on the boat. Yeah, you know, like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, the scene where like they're literally like gonna drown and that, and people are like not helping them that, and like that will have yeah. happened. It would have been like fuck that shit. You were dead, man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? In those situations, I don't know, you don't know how you'll react, you know, to save Yeah, people. like, you know what I mean? I know I'd react. I'd be getting on a boat. I'm off. I'd be getting on a boat, mate. This is why you have a kid when you're younger, so you've got a kid to take you on the boat. There we go. <laughs> so, so 
that's so why we are... that's why we take a child around with me. <laughs> and now we're and now we're going into spotlight territory. <laughs> yes, I, I stop her every time we get like, like seven years old. Like not going to get on the boat, so you might as well just bin them. You just have to be friendly with children, just in case you're on a boat that sinks. <laughs> like, like you're just walking around like Oliver, aren't you? Just with like, you know what I mean? I've got to pick a pocket or two. <laughs> <laughs> We are at number two. No, There's like so much more to say about Titanic. Go on then, let's talk about this ship. The moment when they when it's going when like it's it's flipping like one of your French down, girls. And the lights are like flickering and it goes dark and it's just yeah. everyone screaming. Yeah. The bit when they're there with the priest. Oh my days. Pardon? You know the bit where like they're just like it's going down and like we're gonna hit the water, aren't we? Like yeah, hold your breath and swim up quick as fast as you can. And the priest is just there praying, and and like she or like Rose is next to another girl, and they're just like in this moment we're like exactly the same. It doesn't fucking matter anymore. Yeah, like it don't matter. <laughs> Beautiful. Anyway, go on then. Number ten. Madness. Um, you know, my number two is uh, my favourite western of them all. Is given. Unforgiven. What's that noise? What you hear is like the wind or someone heavy breathing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm breathing. <laughs> so yeah, unforgiven is my number two. Yeah. What is that noise? Jamie. Is it actually me? Yeah, yeah. When you put your hand over it, breathe. Oh, when I'm doing my hand over there. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, it wasn't me breathing. It's because I had my hand there. Sorry, it's only your podcast. <laughs> Clint Eastwood, you wouldn't have thought like he would be a director, I don't think, like from we, from his acting ability. But then he's actually turned out some brilliant films that he's wrote and uh, directed. And uh, I think his best is his first, which was Unforgiven. And all stellar performances. I'm, I'm, it's Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Gene Atman. Absolutely amazing. Can you change it to number two? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's number two, isn't it? Sorry. But yeah, uh, one of my favourite times. I'm sure I put it quite high on my nineties list as well. Wait, yeah. I just found the picture I was trying to get before the old lady Rose. The one shared a picture of her earlier when she was young. Look, there she is. Go on, old lady Rose. One old lady Rose. Shame she couldn't get on a piece of wood with like another guy. God, they would have capsized. It'd been too it heavy. would have flooded. It would. It would have flooded. Actually, why, she only just met him. Why the fuck does she want him on the boat? Thing, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Ghostbusters. Like this. <laughs> 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 it doesn't look like Ghostbusters. Have you seen that like new like teaser uh, trailer that came out yesterday? <laughs> Paul Rudd in the supermarket. How bad's the CGI on that? Oh, What's going on with that? Yeah, I was that bit where that looks so like, bad. That titty picture's me on the TV. Mate, she's fitter. It's <laughs> 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 old lady. I love the bit where it transitions from her naked to her face. I tell you what, like, <laughs> about 84 years ago, she looked mint. <laughs> Also, it's been 84 years. How old was she? 
Ninety-nine, wasn't she? What? She was twenty-one in the film. No, she wasn't. She like was she twenty-one? I thought she was like seventeen or something. I don't. Was it actually eighty-four years? Yeah. I made that up. Eighty-four. Yeah, yeah, it's so, been a hundred yeah, and eighty-four years. <laughs> She's been dead for ten years. <laughs> um. Anyway, my number two is a film that hasn't been said, and I think controversially nobody else may say it, but it is Kevin Spacey's American Beauty. Oh, yeah. Like, what uh, a film! I don't want to put it on, but it's just not. It turned awesome. out to be a true story that one as well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, because it was uh, mainly boys he touched, wasn't it? Not girls. I don't really remember any of it. I remember not enjoying it and being a bit bored by right. it. And being like, what's all the hype about? Yeah, I'm like exactly it. the same as that. And he kissed the guy in the film. He? No, he didn't. In American Beauty. He didn't kiss a boy. Yeah, the dad kissed him. Yeah, that's not a boy. <laughs> that's a man, baby. <laughs> 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 That ain't no woman. It's a man, man. (laughs) Um, But yeah, American Beauty, it's just, it's such a great film. When we talk about Oscar movies, it's one of my, obviously that's why it's number two. It's one of my favourite Oscar movies ever. I absolutely love it. It's a great cast, Mina Savari um, and Kevin Spacey and Thora Birch. And I can't remember, the other two are quite famous as well. Uh, The Wife and... The Isn't man with the from, camera. Uh, Donnie Darko when um Is it who? Her? Yeah. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head now. Independence Day. Yeah, but the the guy's quite famous as well, the guy with the with guy with the camera. Um I'm trying to think of what his name is, but I just love the whole story, like I said, with with him. Oh, it's Annette Benning. Where's Bentley? Yeah, Annette Benning, that's it. Where's Bentley's yeah, the guy I with the camera? She was in it. Yeah, but it's such a great film. I said, just Kevin Spacey having a midlife crisis. Like I said, it is that whole thing that everybody's probably dreamt of doing at one point where he just basically goes to tell his boss to go fuck himself and um, basically ask him for more money and ask him for a raise and then go and tell him to fuck himself and then leave in his job. And it's just a, just a great story and I love it. So yeah, American Beauty is my number two. Jared. I didn't realise uh, Sam Mendes did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very weird story because, like, kind of doesn't glorify midlife crisis. And the soundtrack as well. Like, the soundtrack's great. It, 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 is it similar to The Girl Next Door? Yeah, you know I mean, The Girl Next Door, what a film. That should have won the best picture. It I mean, to be fair, it was two thousand and four, wasn't it? So probably not. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I would definitely say it's up there. This is this to... is one of them Oscar films, and no one said it yet. And I don't know if it'll be said, but I doubt it. Schindler's List. Not going to be. Said. I've only not said it because I've not seen it, and I'm desperate to see it. Oh my god! I don't know what anyone like James on, said. Aaron's ready for it. Aaron's ready. Go on. I've only not said it because it's just chicken run with black and white. <laughs> you don't want that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> nah, mate. This is like, man. 
Like, this is a mad film. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when I'm talking about, like, things that, like, have, like, impactful stories, like, you know what I mean? I'm talking about Spotlight and that. Like, Jews getting killed and that. And he's, like, trying to save them and that. <laughs> wow. Jews and that. And trying to save them and that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just yeah. crazy, isn't it? Like, I know, like, I just, I can never get over films that just have, like, the Holocaust or mm. he was getting killed in it. I just, like, it still shocks me today that it's the kind of thing that happened. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And it's a good film as well. There's a few films, like, on, like, that have won Best Picture that I've not seen. That as I was going through the list today, I was like, I'm so annoyed that I've not seen that because I feel You've like got to be in the mood for sure. I feel like Unforgiven would be quite like, high on the list. Yeah, like you couldn't just finish this podcast and just watch it. You have to be right ready for it because yeah. it's one of them films where, like, I don't know if the first time I watched it, I really like appreciated it because I was a bit younger and it's like, nah. and then you watch it again, you're like, oh. I never right. realised you watched Chicken Run by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken I've still room. not seen uh, Schindler's List. Have you seen Chicken Run? Chicken's a uh, <laughs> I have seen Chicken Run. <laughs> You've seen it. <laughs> I cannot get over it. I love Chicken Run. <laughs> Mercedes, number two. Uh, my number two is Gladiator. It is epic. I absolutely love it. Uh are you entertained? Oh my god, it's like one of the best, best moments, best quotes. Aurelius. Exactly. Decimus Aurelius. Wonderful! The first moments I ever saw Joaquin as well, um, who was like terrifying in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I just, it's a great film. And I, and the, oh my god, the score and the soundtrack, it's just, uh, and Enya, now we are free. That, that it's Hans Zimmer as well. Beautiful, and yeah, yeah Hans Zimmer, and then Enya. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and uh, yeah. yet. I've been desperate to rewatch it again for years, and I keep saying to Jamie, "We need to watch it because you you don't remember any of it, do you?" But you never. It's my mum's favorite film. Yeah. It was my mum's favorite film as well. I'd rather watch Michael Fatley's Lord of the Dance. <laughs> to be fair, I probably would watch them most of them, all of these I'll films, what, to be completely right. honest. I absolutely love Michael Flatley, so I'd have to I watch it all the most films. I also love Michael Flatley. He's one of the most talented human beings to ever live. Yes! I went to watch, I went to watch Riverdance. Yes! My mum my dragged me there when I was a kid. I was like, I ain't watching Riverdance. I ain't, I ain't watching no Riverdance. I, I ain't watching no Riverdance. I want to be playing FIFA 09. And then like, <laughs> she dragged me down and I was like, whoa. I was, in fact, it's weird that we sit talk about Flatley because the other night, I randomly he randomly popped in my head and I was saying, like, Emily, have you ever seen like Riverdance? And she was like, no. And I was like, we just watch so much of it. It's so good. And that's a weekly basis in our house. Yeah. <laughs> min, absolutely min. I don't say you watch, about watch Lord of the Dance Folly. It's just beautiful. The documentary about it, it's insane as well. Like, how much work they put in to, like, learn, like, all the steps. It's just perfect it's unison. Like, nobody's out of time. It's just literally probably one of the most difficult and most, like, brilliant thing to watch yeah. and to the actually sound do. is like the most satisfying thing like ever 
Oh. And of course, you've got the little gremlin with the little flute going. Do, 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 terrifying. Do. <laughs> I, I absolutely good. love it. I mean, I, I remember forcing Jared and Niall and everyone to watch it on Saint on Saint Niall's Day <laughs> because it was Saint Patrick's Day, wasn't it? So it's Irish. Not gonna lie, it's pretty right, good. Kieran. I do need a few babs to get into it. <laughs> like, okay. On now, like I get a bit bored. Like it's cool. Don't get me wrong, it's cool. But, like once I've had a few bevs, I am flatly. You're there, going. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one. I'm, I'm the one at the end. I'm like I'm going in unison with him. <laughs> okay, we are. We are at number one. Aaron, what is your greatest? Best picture movie ever, and why is it Gladiator? Easiest pick of them all. <laughs> Maximus Decimus Aurelius. Let's go. I, I can't believe like everyone's actually picked this one. Like, I'm really I surprised. Um, it's, it <laughs> it's such an epic, epic film on so many proportions, and uh, the acting in it is brilliant. I mean, I, I remember like the get whacking Phoenix in Oscar for Joker, and I was just saying like nah like Gladiator is so much better in Gladiator. It's such a stellar performance in that for a young actor as well. Um, he is terrifying in it, and the um, I mean it's Richard Harris is in it as well. And mm-hmm. what's the guy that died from Oliver? Oliver Reed. Yeah, he he like died halfway through filming, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um. But it's so so good, and I just, I just keep going back to the guy I did like Gladiator, Alien, and Blade Runner. How is that possible? Like, how is that possible? He's just a G, isn't he? Yeah, um, and people don't really speak about him like uh, they do about like Scorsese and like Coppola role or um, Cuba. You know but uh, Alien Covenant. No, it's the whole side of the, you know, the one we're going down the yeah. of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I think like great. there's the story about him. Um, he's just there's just two guys from Newcastle, aren't they? Him and Tony Scott. Um, I bet. I think, yeah, no, something like that. Newcastle, but I know they went to Hartlepool University. Yeah, I, th- I think we've like, had this he, conversation on the podcast. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, last time we talked about that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, nah, it's me. Gladiators, man. Russell Crowe in that era. There were certain actors then that just like peaked like so much. Like you had your um, Pete Caprio, peaked like Russell Crowe. Kevin Spacey was in everything at the time. Like Matt Damon coming through. He was so good back then. Like nowadays, like you just don't have that at all. No. Yeah, we're stuck with fucking Saoirse. I mean, like, she, yeah, but she's not in like films that. Like these were like certain massive like action films, and then they do like Oscar films, and then romantic films. But they were all like great massive films. So right? Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. I just realised when I criticised uh, Russell Crowe, I actually meant Mel Gibson. Yeah, wow. I thought you. I thought you meant like Passion of the Christ or something. No, but there is an official apology for Russell Crowe. If you're listening, I am really sorry for Jared's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm not apologising for those messages I sent you on PlayStation. Jared, <laughs> it, is, it is a late <laughs> night viewing for you, Jared. 
Google afterwards, Mel Gibson's dad brought back from the dead. What? <laughs> you have a look into that. That's, that's your own work. And see how none of us are shocked that it's actually Mel Gibson. We were all shocked when you said Russell Crowe. But when you say Mel Gibson, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My number one is arguably one of the best scenes in cinema, probably one of the best endings uh, out of all the best picture films, and it's all got to do with an elevator oh, and no. a rat. <laughs> and it's The Departed. The Departed. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we've already talked about it briefly beforehand, but like I said the ending, like when they're on the roof and then the elevator, and again, I'm not going to spoil it for people that haven't watched it, but that elevator scene is phenomenal. Not even the best elevator scene. What's the best elevator scene? Remember. Drive. Drive? You're saying you can't remember the elevator scene from The Departed? I told you I've not watched it. When we rewatch no it, elevator. you'll be like, oh shit. <laughs> we, we need to rewatch it. We've just uh, watched The Town, haven't we? We just rewatched The Town. So I'm the ready Crown? The Town. The oh, town. Ben Affleck film. Brilliant. Oh, The Town's amazing. I love The Town. Jeremy and Renner. I'm with Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner, yeah. I like it's a town when we went to HMV. I used to big the town up to every single person that came in, but I could never remember what happened. I just remembered I loved it. So yeah, <laughs> last week I was like, We need to rewatch it because I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> yeah, it's mint. Who directed the town? Do, what have they done? Ben Affleck. Like, yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it yeah, could be Ben Affleck? I don't know. It, it is good. Wow. Let me just check. You guys carry on talking. But anyway, about... yeah, The Departed. I mean, we talk about Scorsese here. Um, it's one of those best films. I think I put it as number two on my 2000s list, obviously, because Mean Girls is better. But, you know, Mean Ooh. Girls didn't best picture, did it? But um, The Departed's my favourite Oscar movie. It's it's phenomenal. Like you said, we talked about before, the cast is the cast is amazing. And, yeah, see. Um, you white, you yeah. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. You white. You Ben Affleck, right. yeah. Um, but like I said, Mark Wahlberg, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nixon. It's just a great cast, and the way the story's told throughout it all, and like I said, the intertwined. I haven't seen Infernal Affairs, so I can't compare it. I know it's about three of them, isn't he? Um, it's but, better. Yeah, but I don't know. I like I like watching how they originally did it. It's like, have you seen? Oh God, the following is it the following. No, not the following. Um, God, Nolan's second film, the following, the game. No, Nolan. It's the following, isn't it? Yeah, no, following. I thought the following the was the, first one. the one where they're in Nor like Norway or something. Or Nolan did the following, then he did like Memento, wasn't it? That's he didn't even do Memento. Yeah, wait, no. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, I'm completely lost now. What the fuck's yeah. going on? Uh, you're on about love, actually. No. The snowman. <laughs> That's in Norway. <laughs> Insomnia. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's a remake of another. I just like I like looking at films where they like take the original, and sometimes they do it better. I think The Departed is better than the original. Is HBO gonna do Parasite better though? No. No. <laughs> because the shock is gone. Like. I think yeah. we all went into Parasite, didn't realise that shit was going to go down. 
where do you go from there? You have to yeah, go exactly. Sorry, all new cast. I don't know how they can do it. Shocking. No, fair, though, it's one of those, like I said, we are quite cine literate people, but people that aren't going to watch a world it's cinema film because it's world cinema. Right? Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to shock them, maybe. You know, yeah, not like these like, traditional millennials that aren't going to watch a world cinema film because it's in a different language. It's not an FX show, though, is it? It's HBO, like. Um, I don't know. I, I think they'll. I think with it, they've just got the idea... And I think it'll be completely different. It's got to be different because if it's the same story. Mm. Like... Turn it into a slapstick comedy. Yeah. Well, it's like. Um... Is it going to be an American family? Mm-hmm. Someone sure coming in from the American. outside starts from nothing and then everyone's coming in in the middle. It's just succession. <laughs> That's the <never laughs> already done it. It's succession. <laughs> but we are on to Jared's number one. What have you got? No doubt. It's not even a question. The Godfather. I thought you already said that. No, he no. said part two. Ah, uh, right. The Godfather is... It's Oscar bait because it is the best Oscar film by a country mile. It just... Like... It's probably overused in the sense that when people talk about... Like, you know, you, you do your film degrees and that. It's like, the Godfather, the Godfather, the Godfather. But there's a reason why. Like, that scene where he just kills all the all the mafia leaders at the same time, that just well, gets... Well, at the christening. Yeah, it's a great scene. That's so great. And, like, you know what I mean? Brando's brilliant in it. And it's a very long film, but it doesn't feel like it to me. Like, that's what I mean. Watching. You look at, like, Titanic and the Godfathers and that. They're just epic films. Like they're just, you know what I mean? You're in for the long run. The Gladiator yeah. is a long film as well. You know what I mean? You can't just watch The Godfather like, right, oh, I'm going to put The Godfather on. You've got to be ready for that. Again, another reason why I've not watched it yet, the same with Schindler's List. You need to be in the right place. That's that's what I think. Like, you, you need, like, a, a day. <laughs> I think, I think, Jamie, we need to start having epic Sundays where we watch big epic films on Sunday afternoons. Jamie doesn't <laughs> have them an epic watch. day. He's got, like, he doesn't have a day where he's free. It's true, <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> and it's WrestleMania this Saturday and Sunday, so. Big weekend this weekend. Sunday, Logan Paul and WrestleMania. Pardon? What was that, Jared? It's Saturday and Sunday, Logan Paul and WrestleMania. <laughs> It's true, Logan Paul will be at WrestleMania. Yeah, I know it is. That's why I said it. <laughs> Logan Paul, you might know him from such shows as The Mass Singer US. You may know him for randomly putting a video in a forest of a man hanging from a tree. He's got a professional record of zero, zero, and one. That's better than Jason. <laughs> It's not. Um, so, Mercedes. <laughs> we are hat number one. Yeah. What is your um, best picture? For me, it has to be, even though when we were discussing it earlier, <laughs> and we said it's not the best of the lot, um, it still has to be Return of the King for me. Kira is... would have loved to have been on this episode, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> it is just so. Care to be 
it is so epic as well and i think it, it just represents like the whole trilogy um and because i mean i don't remember a lot of return of the kings so i've watched it the least amount of times compared to this and like i say the first one's the best but it's yeah it's epic it's an amazing epic story that like the effects are amazing the all the work that went into it the extras the costume the makeup the stellar cast um, the emotion that you're that you're at at that point in the in the journey, you know, you've been on this massive journey with these characters. I I sat and watched all three over three days years ago one summer. I watched the extended cuts well. and uh, I was literally in tears by the end because I was just you're right so there with them. <laughs> Pardon? You, you're in tears because you're so tired. Yeah, too. <laughs> um, but and no, you just yeah, I absolutely, it now. yeah, I absolutely adore. It's been eighty-four years. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that, that's what I want about, like, with Oscar films, like with Lord of the Rings. You feel like you're on the fucking journey with them because it's so long. Yeah. Uh, you feel yeah. like you've walked hundred miles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what with Lord of the Rings? Like, I wish I was like a different age when I watched them because I felt like when I was growing up in like high school and like you just put into like groups like you either sided with like harry potter it's so stupid but you sided with harry potter all over the rings and it goblet of fire just hit and i was like no way am i watching these like bellens walking around a park with a ring i'm not it just... wasn't until like years later that i watched it again i was like hang on a minute this is mint <laughs> this is so good we didn't have that like i think everyone just Loved all of it. Yeah, like, I thought like, everybody really loved like Harry Potter. Like, like, there's no like, like circles of people that hate Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, dog, how can you hate Harry Potter? Like, what's yeah. he doing to you? Um, I don't. I really, really don't like the cast though. Other than, um, in Harry Potter. Uh, no, Lord of the Rings. Ian McKellen's oh. great. You don't like and, the cast in Lord of the Rings? No, no Ian McKellen's great. Like, absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Count Dookie, Dracula, and Uncle. Yeah, Chris Philly. Chris Philly. But they all hate Elijah Wood. Like he's he's like another Toby Maguire, and he's just yeah. But he actually head. is like a little fucking. He's a poor man's Toby Maguire, I I, I and like Toby Maguire is just a poor man. <laughs> I like the cast of the Hobbit a lot more, and um, like Fat Sam, like he's just annoying, isn't he? Man, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> Just whining all the way. All right. That like Lord of the Rings group work. You're like, oh look at you. You watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you enjoy it. Dominic, Dominic no, like, and Billy. Like Taron's brother Lester's got a massive Shire tattoo on his arm. Jesus. Uh, a massive Hobbit tattoo for Lord of the Rings. I don't know why. I feel like I'm shitting on it, but I really do like the films. But I, like, that's the thing. Like... I always say like how bad it is, and then like I actually do love it as well. Like it's weird. Like, um, I just yeah, love it. Like it is, so it much weird. detail went into those films. Yeah, it's, it's hard because it's just like, it, like I don't even think like if I said right from today I want to watch Light Rings. It's like I'm, I, I need to find like a, a day. Like in yeah, the, you need time. It's like. Yeah. I don't know. And not to be disturbed. Like, I no. can't be having, like, like if we, if anyone's wanting to join in, you're, you're sitting down and you're watching it. It's This isn't like, let's yeah. all sit around and have a chat. 
Yeah. You feel like you've got to watch it though. Like you can all. even watch the Hobbits with him though. Like the hop, start with the Hobbit and then end. That's it. it. Yeah. Now I've got all of it on Blu-ray extended cut. I need oh, six days now. Going back to the cast though, actually, I the, the rest of the cast is mint. It's just the Hobbits that I don't like. I'm not saying like anything bad about like. Um, Orlando Bloom is sick. Yeah, Orlando Bloom. What's his name uh, from Green Book as well? He's mint. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Oh, and Aragorn. Great. Hugo, um, yeah. As well. I love like the detail, like when um when. The <laughs> <wind's> <laughs> I just love how we don't have Kieran on. We're having a massive lawn. <laughs> Um, in the first film, when they're in the snow and um, the hobbits and everyone are all like sinking in the snow, and Legolas is walking on top of the snow because he's like, because he's, elves are really, really light. Um, I remember my dad pointing that out to me as being like this brilliant detail that they've actually made sure they put in. Uh huh. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, as soon as he whispers Lord of the Rings, we say shut up and like we're like full on into it. <laughs> I think it's just the it's kind of like um, it's just the people. Not I'm not I don't mean you, Mercedes, but it's there's people that like put still put it in that bracket as like their best ever. Like, and I, I just can't I can't see that when like Star Wars is there, like the best like saga. Yeah, Star Wars tops everything. So. Yeah, like, like that's what I mean. Like, you, you, you love Lord of the Rings, and it's your life, isn't it? Like, mm. you know what I mean, like, no other film. It's got like proper die-hard fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like, it's just not as accessible as like Star Wars. Like, anyone can watch Star Wars and get it. Whereas it's like not... Lord of the Rings, you like either love it or you're just like, what is this? Yeah, I, I don't Everything. like the worst is Avatar and. I don't want to be like hipster about it at all, but it's just annoying that it's like the best, like the biggest film ever. Like it's so annoying that Avatar. Oh shit! The wind. Not like blue. No. It's just shit. It's yeah. It's all right. Like I'd probably like it a lot more if like it wasn't like the most successful film of all time. Yeah, I think it was just that it was, it was a massive deal at the time because of the like the new technology. That was what it was. And then everyone just decided to make that mean that it was the best film ever, which isn't the case. It was just a nice, great new step in technology that was different. Mm. But... Highest goals to movie of all time. Anyway, we are talking about the Oscars. It didn't win Avatar, did it? No, it didn't because Hurt Locker beat it. But exactly. we have our top five. Here we go. We have Forrest Gump on 11 points. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Wow. Tied second with 16 points is The Departed and Titanic, which means the winner of the greatest best picture movie ever is The Gladiator. Yeah. I don't think ever, like my top choice has ever won. <laughs> How's it feel, Aaron? Aaron's accepting an award for on behalf of Gladiator now. <laughs> I, know, like, I just want to thank uh, Russell Crowe for his performance. <laughs> Not being racist. <laughs> and Joaquin Phoenix and the tiger that was probably CGI. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that's it. I mean, I don't know why you're doing that, but sure, why not? Do you want me to bring you in, Jared? There you go. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. 
There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way to end it, isn't it? Um, but yeah, the Gladiator has won the the greatest best picture movie ever. Uh, like I said, we're going to be having a, a few more Oscar debates, chats, top tens over the next coming weeks as they build up to the 93rd annual Oscars for the Academy Awards. So, yes, we'll see you next time. <laughs>